and welcome to episode five of Behind the Bar. I'm Krista. And I'm Taylor. And welcome to our podcast. Today we are going to talk about the dog's back. He comes to every episode. Uh, we're going to talk about the pandemic. Yeah. And kind of just where we're at, how we pivoted, what we did. Some things that worked, some things that didn't. Did. Some things that worked and some things that did. Didn't. <laughs> didn't. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, we need to just do a quick little uh, update on our podcast, our last episode. Yeah. If you listened to episode, <laughs> yeah. was that Four. four? Four. Um, we learned more about what. <laughs> Once again, let's preface this with we do not own guns. <laughs> we know nothing about guns. Um, we, my husband shared with us that he thought it was hilarious listening to us talk about guns like we really knew, but he said that we, we still didn't quite understand what the sawed off shotgun I was correct about it being sawed off I mean that was like a good thing and yeah. concealing it I mean I feel like you would get that from the name sawed that's how I knew you didn't but know. I didn't know that so you know <laughs> me making fun of you right now means nothing no you're making fun of yourself but what he said was the because like a long shotgun then you have a clear shot like if you're shooting say a deer it's very pinpointed because it comes through that long tube yeah but he said that if you cut it off there's a wider range it, a wider range and it splatters more because that's what you want with a gunshot yeah he used the words or he did not use no, the word splatter, he didn't say splatter. <laughs> I, think, I think that came from i think people. i visually I saw think. splattering <laughs> he just said that you have a wider range, range. Which would I don't mean, get I think, it. like, a wider range for your bullet to shatter? Is that how that works? <laughs> I think we didn't ask any questions. You know, we were we were like this. He told us, and we went, oh, yeah, we'll just mention it again. For someone who, this is a dance podcast, but right. we sure do talk about <laughs> guns a lot. There's a lot of crime that's going to come up in this podcast. Will this fall under the true crime section? Maybe. I mean, we're we're a multi-talented podcast. Okay. Next week, Ted Bundy. Dance. Did you know? Did you know that we can wrap Ted Bundy back to dance? Okay. Back on topic. Here we yeah. are. Okay. The pandemic. Okay. The pandemic. The so in the room. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what everybody else is doing, obviously, during this pandemic, what all you, all of our listeners are doing or how it's worked out for them. But obviously, just like everybody else, we were, you know, ready to have our amazing season. Yeah. And March came and the world shut down and our country shut down, as I know um, most of you in the U.S. had to shut down as well. And we had to go from there and figure out what we were going to do from there. So for us, we got lucky that our shutdown started in the first week of our spring break. Let, mm, 
Yeah. It was lucky. I mean, we were both supposed to go to Mexico. Right. So, okay. So we didn't, we didn't get our Mexico trips. But the fact that we had a week, this like buffer week to kind of wrap our heads yeah. around. And at that time, just like everybody else, everybody was like, oh, it'll be done. You know, it's going to be done in a couple of weeks. Like, no big Everyone deal. Everyone was like, we'll lock ourselves in our houses. Yeah. And yet here we are in October. <laughs> yeah. And Everyone's ob- knitting, obviously, baking. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast now, um, you know that it's not October anymore. So we, <laughs> we did pre-record our episodes so we could get our information out. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we we hit spring break. We were locked down. We were shut down for the week. And we then decided to do another week of shutdown. And during that second week of shutdown, I started researching what was the best method for us to move forward so we did for the rest of our season of our past season we did finish our season on zoom yeah so we started having zoom staff meetings i had never touched zoom in my life i but i did everything i could to learn it we started having zoom staff meetings zoom staff meetings where i was teaching everybody how to use zoom my teachers all had to go through and set up all their classes through zoom we emailed these all out to the parents and we opened up after those two weeks off in the middle of March. Yeah. We reopened virtually only. And my teachers were given the option to go into the building because we were allowed to still go in. Yeah. Because um, I know some places weren't even allowed to do that. So my teachers had the option to still teach from home or they could at least go into the studio space. And we had a, protocols of like you had to clean and everything if you were going in. And then you could teach from there, and then you went back home. So it was because a, we do we do have three studios. So yeah, you could have, you could have all. Th- we have multiple entrances. Like yeah, we had a ton of space, so it wasn't like hard to figure that part out. So yeah, we went virtual for April and May, and I don't know if any of you guys did virtual, but man, it was hard. It was really hard. I didn't think it would be that hard. And it was exhausting. It was a lot of a big learning curve for how we taught. Teaching a two-year-old over Zoom is really hard. Oh my God, it's hard. Funny enough that she would say that because we still do offer virtual classes. And Krista runs a (laughs) dance class. A dance program for little kids. Yeah, with their parents. Like six-month-old babies. And yeah, I let her know that she had a zoom oh my god <laughs> a zoom six month old what is even how is that even gonna work either way they didn't I, show up they didn't show up which i mean thank goodness because how do you do a six a two I mean, year old is hard because the parent is there you, you is it keep saying that, but i'm certain that all of our listeners go yeah because the parents are often not what's the most helpful situation in the room Anyway, so yeah, doing the two-year-olds, I mean, obviously we all know they wanted to show us what was going on in their houses and their (laughs) toys and oh, it was so funny. I learned a lot. I think, I don't think I've ever learned more about my students or their families. It was actually kind of cool to see inside their homes and their home life. Um, But yeah, so we pushed forward doing that and then came the dreaded question of what do we do with all these costumes and the year-end show? God, yeah, putting on the year-end show. Yeah, because we were not allowed to have our... Our um, our theater space. Yeah, our theater was not open. Uh, I know I've seen through Facebook a lot of you guys, a lot of other studio owners. I mean, we all adapted, right? We all were creative people. My dog's crying. Where is he? We all adapted to a new way of doing it. 
So we, um, for us, we're really lucky. We have a studio space that has a really large um, loading bay door. And what we did is we did the show class by class, lifting up the loading bay door. Parents stood on the outside. They had to be in small groups. They weren't allowed to stand close to each other. But I mean, really, they were on the outside of my building. So they mm-hmm. were at their own. Yeah, like they came at their own. Yeah. And they had to look after themselves. And we brought the kids in. They were physically distant, six feet apart. We marked out the floors. And they did their routines in their personal square. So it was it was interesting because, I mean, partnering was out the window, patterning out the window, cannons out the window. Yeah. Nora Cannon like- is. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> we know she doesn't know anything about dance, and so I'm like, do you know what a canon is? A canon? Yeah. See, this is it. Because this is good, because not everybody, you need, not everybody yeah. knows. Parents wouldn't know this. I feel, yeah. If you took music class in school, canons are when <laughs> something starts for a certain amount of counts or bars right. or whatever, and then so like... In school, often they do it with like, row, row, row your boat. So I would go, row, row, row your boat. And you would join in on your own. And then and we'd end at different row, times. Row. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Canon a tier, in rounds. Like a tier. I've yes. never heard it called that. Okay. But maybe some of our listeners have. <laughs> a tier, what does that mean? Like, you know, just like the way it looks is what I'm talking about. Like, I start, and then you start, and then someone else starts. So yeah. everyone so ends we call up on a different canons. Right. In okay. dance. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we do anyway. Maybe other people call them tears. I'd be interested to know. Now I'm going to think of that every time. <laughs> anyway, uh, so all that was out the window. And it actually created a cool product. They got to use their costumes. They showed up. They danced. They left. We sanitized. They went to the around the back of the building, got a picture individually, and went home. And that took us 15 days. And it was long, long days. We started with our babies in the morning and we went all the way through to like 8.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And the sanitizing... at this point, there was still light out. At this time, it was still light out because it, <laughs> it was June. People were really excited, I think, just to have something to do. So they were quite grateful for how we did it. Uh, and then we went into summer. So for us, it was figuring out how to do summer. We didn't know if we'd be even allowed to run a summer camp. Um... We did end up running very small summer camps. We just kind of did like short day camps, things like that. Very capped number on sizes, uh, just so we could at least push through and start having some form of of revenue come back in. Yeah. And then we also during the summer really started to push our fall registration. One hundred. Yeah, registration was big, big this summer. Yeah. So I found the biggest thing in registration which annoyed me also the most, was that people were often asking, well, you know, what are you going to do if you shut down? Yeah. What's going to happen if you shut down? If you go back to Zoom, I'm not going to pay. So for us with Zoom, we went to Zoom um, collectively. So this, there's been a few silver lining, linings with COVID. Um, one is the dance studios in our community. The second it happened, I can't, we, and none of us talk. None of us are friends. None of us talk. Mm-hmm. I immediately got a hold of all the dance studios in our town and I I suggested that we all work together on this we whatever we do we do collectively whatever we do we do it the same so that in our community no matter where yeah people looked dance was the same so if we all were going zoom we all were going zoom or we were all shutting down we weren't giving refunds we were charging the same amount of money 
And we all agreed to it and it started some really great conversations. So, I mean, that silver lining has been that still to this day, seven months later, we're all still talking. Yeah. We're all still bouncing ideas off of each other. And honestly, you guys, like, I don't know if any of you tried that in your community. Um, it was scary to try it because I have had numerous run-ins before where I've tried to create a positive environment and they've, I've been told no from the other studios. They don't want that. But this really brought everybody together. I feel like it would this is something that would like we're all so isolated to begin with and to have the added on stress of the actual isolation yeah and the actual quarantine Mm. it's just like why not at the end of the day it just helps someone out totally especially when you guys all share the same passion it's all very much the same you're all just looking out for your kids at the end of the day yeah well and out of all the studios in our town we only had one who chose not to join in with us and that's a whole other different story and she'll pay for her own path. But the rest of us really, really worked together. We went on to Zoom. We still charged full price. Mm-hmm. Even though our customers consistently were like, this should be discounted. Zoom is 10 times more work than anything you are doing with the children physically in the building. Oh, something's here. HelloFresh. Oh, it's our dinner. <laughs> not um, sponsored. <laughs> yeah. It's our HelloFresh box. Definitely not sponsored, but if you, the dog's going to bark. If you need easy meals, HelloFresh or any of those, we like HelloFresh. Is HelloFresh in the States? Uh, HelloFresh is definitely in the States, oh, yeah. Amazing. Do it. Do it. That's a whole other topic, but do it. I used to use different ones. HelloFresh is the best. My dog's barking. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so we went to Zoom. You guys are worth the money. You're worth not discounting those costs. I can tell you that right now, if you need to go to Zoom and you're going to push forward that way, you are worth the money being paid in full. People thought we weren't. They have no idea. It just, you know, at the end of the day, it's you're doing them a service because you're taking off that added stress of them working from home, having to deal with their kids. Like, it's just something that goes to show that you're still trying to reach out and care. If you would have just shut down and said, yeah, called it a day. I think it would have been a lot worse. Yeah. Well, and the mental health was huge, right? So for the kids, it was yeah. it just gave them an outlet. And we did a lot of extras. We did like Zoom. We did a pizza night. Yeah. We did pizza parties. We did frozen dance parties. We did brain dance parties. We did mummy and me classes. Mm-hmm. And these were all free, just like out to the community. But you could, if you were a customer, you could jump on. So you got extra added benefits. So this summer I found though, the biggest question was, will you go to Zoom? If you go to Zoom, I don't want to pay. Yeah. Um, you're, it's not worth the money. Or like, and we'll check back in with you when this is done, quote unquote, yeah. done. As we'll if be it was back in end. 2021. We'll be back in January. Krista we'll be back when COVID's <laughs> over. And constantly I constantly have this conversation and we just constantly make fun of everyone who's like, we'll be back in 2021. And we're like, so once the clock hits midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so on December 31st, when the clock hits midnight to go to January yeah. 1st, this is what's going to happen. We're all going to open our doors. We're going to lick yep. our neighbors <laughs> because it's over. COVID is done. And all those those signs we've all put up and whatever we've all put up, it's all just going to dissipate. Everything's yep. going to disappear. It's going to be a fever dream. And yeah, it's like it never happened. And people seem to really believe this. Yeah. And for the whole comment of, well, if you go to Zoom, we don't want to, or we don't think we're wor- you're not worth it, or it's not worth it, I want to say to these people... Because a lot of them are in jobs where they're not working for themselves. So Mm -hmm. they're not in business. They're not trying to make their own paycheck. They're not, you know, grinding every day, trying to make sure that at the end of the day, they can still turn their lights on. Typically, these people are, their paychecks are coming from whether it's government or outside source. 
And I, you know, I've gotten to the situation where I want to say to them, well, why am I not worth it? Mm -hmm. Why am I not worth the Zoom? But yet, you know, you're a school teacher, for instance, and our schools where we live, they went, they closed. There was a Zoom kind of, my kids Zoom was once, maybe every two weeks, there was nothing. Some teachers didn't Zoom at all. Whatever the situation, they still got paid. At the end of the day, I find it almost ironic that it's the same people who preach supporting small businesses and like buying local and shopping local and they're always the first ones to call out organized activities like dance and football and anything like that whatever it is they all it's not worth it and I just Mm -hmm. I don't get that like they all want refunds they all want but we can't give that if you guys are giving refunds out there or you're discounting your prices you're going to have a hard time getting away from that. Yeah. And as much as you probably, yes, you're going to anger some people and you might lose some people, you have to look at the bigger picture. If you start discounting now for Zoom and you suddenly have the Zoom option, people are going to look for that coming All forward. All the time. They're going to like, want discounts next year, even if life is normal. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah. And so it's really holding strong. And I just really find that those people who get those checks from elsewhere we're very like, well, you're not worth it. But I'm looking at you going, you're a school teacher. You got paid this entire time, mm-hmm. even though you didn't have to go to work. But I was every single day on Zoom for hours teaching. I am worth the money. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot better in being vocal with that, going, well, like, what do you mean? And even our, a lot of, again, it, it, it does often, it's come to be school teachers who ask these questions, like, what are you going to do with the second wave? Are you going to shut down? Well, we don't know, but the schools don't know either because everything's a day-to-day. So I think we've been consistently transparent with the we don't know. For the first year ever, I just keep going, we actually don't know. We have no idea. We don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see because we don't know the rules. They change every day. Oh, 100%. And like we do have, it's not like we're going in blind. We do have a plan of some sort, a plan of action, and it's been shared with some people. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Do you go to your boss every day and say, what are we going to do if there's a second wave? Totally. Like, no, you don't. You don't. So anyway, we, yeah, we Zoomed. We did those shows virtually. We actually, I forgot to mention, we videoed all those shows and then we kindly edited them all and sent them to the parents (laughs) free of charge, just kind of as a thank you. And we took a big loss because as you all know, your year end show is your moneymaker. That's what gets you through the summer. We did not have that. Some of you were able, I think... A lot of you did drive up ones or outdoor ones and you could sell tickets. We chose not to. We just wrapped up the season, moved on. Um, We have, our numbers are down, uh, but they're also down because we also have capacity in the rooms now. It's very clearly marked out. Which is something that we've been very adamant about. All of our studios are marked six by six feet squares. Everyone has decals everywhere. We are like above and beyond. And I'm not just saying this because I work there. Yeah. Like it's probably one of the best places in town. Yeah, so, and that, and I mean, it, like, yeah, not to, like, toot our own horn, <laughs> but it's true. Like, we've had people seek us out because they've heard yeah. that we're doing such a good job. And that's important because, again, it's important what the word of mouth is. So if you go above and beyond no matter what and it's exhausting and it costs a little bit more money, it does come back to you. Yeah. So we've had people come find us or we've had people see what we're doing going, wow, you're really following the protocols. And even though we're now on week like seven, eight of dance, mm-hmm. we're still following the protocols. People oh, yeah. people definitely are getting comfortable. They're getting a little more lazy. But Which I is keep... why, once again, the numbers are beginning to spike a little bit and they're going up. 
Yeah, but, but not in our building. We no, haven't had oh, any COVID in our building. So our building. we're just making sure we're diligent as we're seeing things where numbers rise. We're saying like, okay, you know what? Cleaning, even though we're already doing the cleaning, mm-hmm. we're still doing the cleaning and making sure we're more thorough or really harping on the kids. Are your hands actually clean? Yeah. Did you actually do this? Did the teacher actually wipe down the space? So yeah, like we have hand sanitizer at every entrance. We take temperatures of every child. Yeah, like, so we went into this model of opening up with every protocol you kind of imagine <laughs> in place and then seeing from there kind of what happened. So we are using, we have, we're lucky. We have three entrances to our building. Yeah. So each studio has a designated entrance and exit. The kids are temperature checked when they come. They're asked the questions. We've asked people to stay home if they're mm-hmm. sick. And people have been really awesome about people that. People have been very diligent. I have moms calling me like almost every day being like, so my daughter has like a little sniffle in her nose. Like, what do you think I should do? And it's just, it's something that you have to adjust to. Yeah, like, and we say stay home. But the one cool thing we did that not everybody did is we have given the option to go virtual. So if you can't come in you're sick you can still take class at home it's not the exact same but you still chime in during your dance class Mm -hmm. so now my teachers are teaching hybrid (laughs) classes which is hard yeah they're doing it they're doing then they're doing no complaints they're doing great they're doing great one of our teachers in particular gets a zoom class every day every day (laughs) people seem to be requesting it's become a joke that like it's almost like we're advertising for her to be virtual and the one thing we also do is did is we switched off Zoom. We turned off our Zoom because it cost 100%. money. Because um, we had the, the ones we could do full hour classes or more. We went to Google Meets. Google Meets is, I'm, I'm finding it's seamless. Um, yeah. You know what, you guys? If any of you are looking for a different method to do virtual, I don't even know. You know, once you hear this podcast, things might be looking a little bit different. Or maybe we're back in this format where we're doing lots of virtual. Um, Google Meets is great. It's free. Mm-hmm. There's no time limit. You can hold up to, I think... 250 like, people. Yeah, it's crazy. And you can have multiple meetings. We have three meetings at a time quite often. And there's no conflict. And yeah. people have told me that the video quality seems to be better. Whether that's great. true or not, I don't know. But I've been told that and by And I customers. mean, like, most of the world was using Zoom at the same time. Yeah. You know? So it and was Zoom, probably, like, way over... Totally. And Zoom did awesome, but I couldn't afford... I just... That's an yeah. extra cost we don't need. Which, you know, once again, parents did not think about. Nope. They have no idea they that got Zoom to use was costing. They Zoom, whereas we at the studio were having to pay for every teacher's account. Yeah. We paid for all these accounts just to make it seamless and on and on and on. So, yeah. So, that's another option we've given this year moving forward is, you know, you come, your temperature checked, your hands are cleaned, you go to your spot. Uh, where we live, the rule is if you're above a certain age, so it's the age of nine, you have to mask. Mm-hmm. Below doesn't because they, they touch their, our schools are the same thing. Like they touch their faces too much, et cetera. Yeah. So they are masked. If they're above nine or not, they come in, they go to their square. Once they are all in their squares and six feet apart, we allow them to remove their mask. Yeah. They don't have to stay masked the whole time. And that's been huge. Because some people were really worried about us masking the kids the whole time. Yeah, and I find that it raised a lot of anxiety and a lot of... Like, it's a hard adjustment for the kids. Super hard. It's so difficult. Even the younger kids that come in and they see you wearing a mask, it's just kind of... Yeah. It's a little scary for them. Totally. And so we made sure, even with our little ones, like as the teacher went outside to greet them, because the teachers let the the kids in. No parents. That's Mm -hmm. another silver lining of COVID. No parents (laughs) are in the building. It's amazing. Um... 
the teacher would go outside, remove their mask. This is my face. This is what I look like. It's still me. Then in front of the child, replace the mask on. Of course, this is all done with a lot of physical distance. And then bring the kids in. Now, I know in some cities, though, in areas, all like no matter where you are, you're not, you probably won't be able to do that. Like some people have very clear mask guidelines, like it's masks outside. Yeah. Ours is we don't have to wear masks outside. We just need to use them to common, like in our, in our, in common areas, in common areas. Yeah. Um, so we're lucky we can do that and we're lucky we can unmask in the space and we still can do that right now. Now, once they start doing choreography, they have to remask if they're going to break that six foot rule. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of our choreography right now is happening in the squares is kind of the best thing. We eliminated the, being able to come in early. Yeah. We've eliminated, like, you come to dance ready. You don't need to hang out. It's amazing what people don't need now that we've taken this all out. <laughs> you don't need to be coming in early to get dressed. You don't need to be coming in early to hang out. You like, you don't need these things. And people used to, you know, they come in and their snacks are everywhere. And the building's never been cleaner. It's never been quieter without the siblings and the parents. It's a very quiet lobby. I yeah. was sitting there working and I just... Yeah, it's crazy. But the nice thing is also our students who are there for multiple hours who have like dinner breaks, they are allowed to stay, but we can sit them six feet apart in designated areas and they yeah. stay and they unmask and they eat and then they remask and we just have to stay on top of them. So we've we've definitely really adjusted. It took a lot of planning. There is... And it's, it's hard because most studios did that. And there's a studio in our town in particular who chose not to do anything. They just open their doors. They have kids in there. They have kids on, basically on top of each other. Parents drive by that building all the time. And they express to me that they can't believe it. I know that people have questioned why this is okay. And, you know, it's just a matter of time, I guess, until something comes at them. But it's, it's hard when you're doing so much. Yeah, like, and, and you're I, seeing someone else do yeah, so Yeah, and little. I guarantee other people listening, some of you feel this way. Like, you're doing everything and you put all this extra money and all this extra planning. And then, you know, starstruck studio, whatever. Maybe one of you is called <laughs> that. Ours isn't called that. I'm just saying, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Miss just... Susie's starstruck studio of dance, they've chosen to do nothing. And you're like, sweet. And nobody's getting mad at them. It just sucks because it's like, you feel like you're putting it forth so much effort and you see them doing nothing. So you're like, well, why am I doing this? Yeah. But you have to remember at the end of the day that it's not about them. Nope. It's about you and your business and your reputation within this community, which is off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day too, I can go to sleep at night going that knowing that, that I you... did everything I could. Is it perfect? No. Is there still high risk? Mm-hmm. 100%. There's but... high risk going into the heckin' grocery store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going to Costco on like a Sunday. Oh, it's crazy. But at least I know that we cleaned our hands, we cleaned our space. Teachers yeah. clean their workspace before the next teacher comes in. We Lysol wipe our computers as we exit. Like it goes, or Clorox wipe, whatever you guys use. I know in the States it's Clorox wipes. Do they not have Lysol there? I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to know if in the States you have like ours are called Lysol wipes, but I. I and think yours like, are called Clorox wipes. We have great parents who bring by like flats yeah, of Lysol. Of and wipes they're for just, us to use. And it's so nice. Just like some something that you don't have to worry about. You yeah. Know? And I mean, people have been very grateful about all we're doing. Some some people aren't as grateful. Some people mm-hmm. find it really annoying. They have to wait outside and it's getting colder and they're upset by that. But it's just the way of the world wait right in your now. Car. Yeah. Wait in your car. Bundle up. Um, don't the, bring your kid in snow pants. Yeah, we've had a lot of kids <laughs> coming in mitts and winter hats and scarves and snow pants, and we don't need all that stuff. But we, I really feel we've done a good job 
moving forward to reopen and reopen safely. And I'm assuming most of you have too, but those are just what we've done. We've done the six feet apart, sanitize when you come in, sanitize when you go out. Temperature check is just an above and beyond we did. We know we don't need to do it. We're aware, but we've done it so that we at least are showing we're doing everything we can. You stay home if you're sick at all. You virtually take class from home. And our teachers also, if they come in and they don't pass the COVID screening upon entering, they also go home and they will teach virtually from home. Luckily enough, that hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened, knocked on wood, because I'm worried it might happen. Yeah. But that is our our backup plan for that. If they come in and don't pass, they boot at home, they jump on, and another teacher helps get their kids set up and we'll stream in because that's kind of the best we can do at this point because finding a sub, we don't have a lot of subs anyway, but even finding a sub so last minute is kind of like not, not possible. So... Those are all the things we're doing. And then moving forward, we don't necessarily know. We're getting ready right now. And so we'll be able to tell you how it goes because we're doing our winter recital. Yep. And we've actually chosen for that. We're doing a pre-recorded recital. Yes. A night at the movies. A night at the movies. And we're going to put it on as a movie and sell tickets to it. I'm interested to see how it goes. We'll check back in with you guys. We're excited for it because there's not a lot of, of winter festivities and things going on. So even when you guys are listening to this podcast in whatever month we we get this one out at, it could be something you can do at any point. If you mm-hmm. want to have a spring, a quick little spring thing or something, um, we're going to pre-record, edit it all. We've rented, we have a church space that has a really nice projector screen. They can have 50 people in it. We're selling tickets and we're just hoping that we're running it all day long. So we have a very long day planned. But we're hoping that then it gives that experience where the child can go see themselves in the movies or the parent or whatever. And it just gives a new fun experience to dance. Because right now live performance isn't necessarily going to be what works. And it's too cold here to be dancing outside and doing performances outside. Yeah, like I'm finding that it is an adjustment. It's definitely going to be an adjustment moving forward into doing this show this way. Mm. It's a learning curve. And it's definitely going to be interesting to see ticket sales and how that pans out. Yeah, we'll let you guys know. Like, I I mean, we've done it and we've said if nobody buys tickets, if it happens, yeah. then we're just going to call it. Yeah. And we won't do it. So we're going to start working on our ticket sales pretty soon here so that we at least know kind of what we're getting into. But we think it might be, you know, a great way to put the show out there and it might just be the way of the future. I feel like it's a good option because once again, we're trying, we're doing our best. You came up with a great COVID plan in two weeks in March. Mm -hmm. And now once again, we're being faced with figuring out what to do in the next month to put on a show for like the first week of December. So it's just, it's constantly changing. It's constantly having to reinvent the way that you look at things and just readjusting and... Yeah. Well, we need to quit saying when COVID's over because yeah. it's here forever. It's a virus. It's not going anywhere. We will learn to live with it. We will learn to eventually hopefully have vaccines and whatever, mm-hmm. but we have to keep going. We can't just shut down. There will be nothing left in this world. Yeah. So for people to be continuously looking at all of us going, we'll be back when COVID's over, they are not thinking of the bigger picture. No. We keep saying that to our studios or any business, they will not make it through. And there's been so many businesses within like our town that have closed down yeah. due to this. Like it's not... You're not invincible. No one's invincible to this. And so I really find that it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the year pans out. I have really high hopes for our Christmas show just because whenever we mention it to 
the dancers, they seem excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it gives um, them something to work towards because yeah. there's nothing happening in their normal lives because there's just not a lot of extra stuff. It's not like they can go hang out with their friends or go to the mall because mm, the mall is just not... Well, there's like, just nothing really happening. Yeah, there's like, nothing happening and there's going to be... Christmas things can't be happening the same you're way. You're being told that like you have to be in cohorts and that you have yeah. to have a very small bubble. And even now, our bubbles are being restricted even more. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. And I find that dance is that outlet for a lot of the girls. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot super of the important. students at the studio. It's super important for all the kids at the studio. So, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now. That's what we did to get through. That's how we've set up to start our season. We're moving into this whole Christmas season and how we're going to put these shows on. Uh, we're using it as a good test to see if perhaps this is how we do our spring recital because we don't know. We, yeah. I'm fairly certain, well, we won't. things won't be normal by then. By, we usually have our show in June. So, um, yeah, so we'll check back in with you guys once we get going with this whole Christmas thing about how we did it, how we sold tickets, what worked, what didn't work. Maybe it gives you guys a little bit to work on as well. But just know that as you're pushing forward in your businesses, um, we're all doing it. And we're all in it together mm-hmm. and you can do it, but stay strong with what you're doing because it's tiring. And the personalities that have come out with people in people as COVID's come have been extreme. Yeah. And some people aren't as appreciative or understanding, but you guys know that you're doing what you're doing is right, but go above and beyond and those do people everything that are appreciative of it are who you want, you know, yeah, they're who you want in your they're understanding. They yeah. will adapt to anything that you throw at them so totally and no matter what you believe whether you believe in COVID or not it's irrelevant you need to do what you need to do to follow the guidelines yeah so do everything you can set up those policies but stick with them yeah yeah okay COVID COVID it's no fun <laughs> all right everybody have a great day we'll see you next time for Finding the Bar